0: our emotions come on and sometimes we need to really feel those emotions and that's okay but we can't just live in it day in and day out at some point we're gonna have to realize that it's not our entire life that stressful situation does not define you it does not control your happiness this is grow to be free a self-development podcast that helps ambitious ladies pursue their dreams while finding peace happiness, and maintaining a thriving mental health. My name is Kiani, and I burnt myself out at age 22. I didn't know my purpose, I hated my job, I thought money was the answer to all my problems, and girl, was I sad. I fought through anxiety and depression by working on myself non-stop. Now, I can honestly say that I am happy, I find peace every single day, and I'm on a journey to discover my best life. Join me as I sit with other ambitious gals who have learned to unlock this new level of life. Think of us as the girlfriends that actually grow with you. We'll share all the tangible tips to help you transform your mindset, mental health, relationships, faith, and finances. Plug in your headphones, get ready to jot down some notes, and let yourself be inspired. Hey ladies, welcome to season five of Grow To Be Free. I am back and better than ever from my five-month trip around the world. I am so excited to share with you all of the learning lessons and stories that I've accumulated during that time, and I'm also really excited to share with you some amazing guests that are brand new to the podcast and some names that you might actually be familiar with. Before we jump into the first episode, I want to let you know that you don't ever have to miss another episode of grow to be free ever again. You can sign up for email notifications so you can get notified every time an episode drops. Plus you get first dibs. Every time I have a new resource that can help you reach your goals and become the best version of yourself in the process. So don't miss out, sign up at the link below. And with that, here's the first episode of season five. This is the second episode in our travel series that I'm doing. If you don't know, I just came off of a five-month trip around the world, and I went to in total 13 countries and traveled with a whole bunch of people, got to know a lot of people from different countries, different states and I also worked full-time while I was abroad. So uh, that in itself was quite the journey, and I feel like I have a lot to share now because there's a lot of learning lessons that I've gleaned from traveling that I can now share with you. So in this episode, we are talking about six ways to navigate a stressful season of life, and we all know these seasons come and go on the regular. And if you're listening to this in 2022 slash 2023, you know America is slightly going through a recession and the stressful times have arrived or are very soon coming. So I figured this lesson can be really helpful for anybody going through a stressful season or just wanting to be prepared for that next stressful season. In fact, a recent study by Northwestern National Life revealed that about 40% of workers reported that their jobs were extremely stressful. And in another survey done by Yale University, 29% of workers reported feeling extreme stress because of their jobs. And I can vouch for that because my job was actually super stressful while I was traveling. In fact, One of the months, I felt like I absolutely wanted to give up. I felt like I wanted to leave traveling and go home. I uh, was looking for jobs on the regular every single day, and I was very stressed, and I learned in that month, a few things that have really helped me change my mindset during that time and really helped me enjoy my time better while I was traveling. Granted, not a whole lot changed super quickly with my job situation. In fact, I didn't even leave my job, but my shifted mindset really helped me get through that season and now I am not stressed. In fact, the very next month, I was able to feel a lot more confident and happy with my situation and not want to leave right away. So let's jump into the tips. My first tip is to have a healthy routine in place. So what does this look like? This can be exercise, having time to yourself to breathe and not think about what's stressing you out. So for me, I like to take time in the morning to pray and meditate. And those habits have been so helpful for me to be able to Manage that stress because when I have time to really think and process, even if it's subconsciously, and not focus on the problem at hand, the answers to the problems actually start to come later on throughout the day. And when you breathe and take time to really focus on your breathing, it also grounds you and makes you feel like you have a foot to stand on. And whenever we're stressed, we tend to feel like It's chaos, there's things all around, we feel like out of control, and when we're able to really ground ourselves, we really get to plant our mental feet, I'll say, on the ground. Another thing you can do is really take time outside. I would find that when I go for walks, that's when I really have a moment to take that time to breathe. I also feel a little bit more connected with nature when I'm outside walking abroad. And another thing that I learned recently is that there was a study done on people who get a lot of time in nature versus those who don't, and specifically with touching grass. So there was a study done, if you have your feet placed on the grass, let's say for 20 minutes, the inflammation in your body actually is lower than people who never put their feet in grass. So if you have a moment to go outside to a park or something and just take off your shoes and put your feet in the grass, that actually lowers your inflammation, which in turn helps you manage stress because the electrons or whatever molecules are in nature is something that our bodies need to have on a regular basis. And when we're always in our homes or we're always on concrete or somewhere not in nature our body isn't getting those natural electrons natural molecules that it really needs so when we take that time outside that's what really makes a difference my second tip is to seek perspective from someone trustworthy and someone who will be able to help you in your situation now this could be a one in the same type of person or it could be a multiple people you really just need to make sure that you can trust those people at the end of the day so for me when i was going through my really stressful time i talked to two people one of them was a really close friend who i was traveling with and she was also my roommate shout out to star and i confided in her all of the things that were going wrong at my job all the things that were really bothering me and i just laid it out on the table and I I wasn't really expecting her to give advice and and but when she did, I actually really welcomed it because she had some very valuable points to say and because she knew all of the things that I was going through with traveling, with work, with just everything we were doing on a regular basis, she really had the, I'll, I'll say, credibility to be able to speak on my situation and give me some advice. So that was very helpful. And then secondly, I also talked to my boss and I'm lucky because I have a boss that I think is trustworthy in a lot of ways. And I think that's what really led to me being open and honest with him about the situation going on at work and how I wanted to get help in changing it really. And luckily he is that type of person who is able to make changes because he's the boss of the company so that is also why i confided in him in my concerns because at the end of the day he's really able to help me get through it because he's the one seeing overseeing and being able to influence change and at the end of the day he actually did and that's part of the reason why my situation's a lot better now For the last four years, I personally have been using journaling as a healing practice and it's literally transformed my life. It's one of the key ways I've been able to work through my anxiety, get myself out of depression, and really begin to thrive in life. If you're looking to get into journaling or you are in need of a new one, the Ambitious Peace journals are now available on Amazon. For those of you who don't know, these are super cute aesthetic journals with a different encouraging, motivational, and insightful. Quote on every single page. They're small enough to fit in a purse, they're college ruled, and have 150 pages of space to free write, jot down your life plan, or to process those really tough thoughts and emotions. If you have been watching this on YouTube or Spotify, you'll be able to see what they look like, but I will describe them for everybody, so don't worry. One is this monochromatic chocolate wave design. The second one is another monochromatic look, but it's like a pink light pink painting on canvas and the last one is a light blue white square geometric pattern that is very satisfying to the eye my favorite one happens to be the chocolate one but i'm looking forward to hearing which one is your favorite so let me know in the comments or in your reviews again you can find these on amazon i will link the amazon link in the description of this show and without further ado, let's get back to the episode. So the third tip that I have is to dive into strong emotions you feel while you're stressed and work to untangle those. So for me, I was feeling like I didn't have a voice. I felt like, my opinions or ideas were wrong, flawed, or disregarded by other people. And I also was experiencing a ton of change with my job in a very short amount of time. So with that in mind, I want you to look at in your own situation what are the things that you can control and what are the things that you can't control and a lot of the times we have those emotions like how i did um that are that come with those things that you either can or cannot control and so when we begin to parse out here's the emotion that's tied to something that I can control versus here's an emotion that's tied to something that I can't control, then we can learn how to actually manage our emotions because a lot of the times stress is external. However, when we have stress that's external, we can also take on stress that's internal and that's not always something that we need to carry, like we can unload some of that stress. So when we can parse out what we can versus what we can't control, we can now select the emotions that are actually something that we can change versus the ones that we cannot change. So for me, I was feeling like I didn't have a voice. Now that's something that I actually can control because I have the power to talk to my boss and feel like I have a voice. So going back to what I did in the other step is I actually did talk to him. So there was something that I couldn't control. The other thing that I was feeling like was that my opinions were wrong, flawed, or disregarded. So this wasn't something that anybody just told me straight up. This was a feeling that I had based off of conversations or interactions I was having with co-workers. So what I did is I determined, okay, that's how I feel about the situation. I can't control what they're doing, but I can control how I feel about that situation. So what did I do? I did something that's called what-if-formations. And now if you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know this was taught by Miss Avery Thatcher in the last season, season four. And she taught me that what-if-formations are like affirmations, but instead you begin that affirmation with a what-if question. So if I was trying to make myself feel like my opinions were valued. I would write down, and I actually did this in my journal, like what if my opinions are valued? What if what I have to say matters? What if I am confident? All of those what-if formations are helpful in allowing you to be able to conceptualize, okay, maybe I am that type of person. And that's different from affirmations. If you want to know the difference, I would recommend going back to the episode with Avery Thatcher a few episodes back. So with the next thing that I was feeling, I was feeling like a ton of change was happening very quickly and I determined that was something that I couldn't control and therefore my anger or frustration around things changing very quickly, I had to let go of that. So when we come across emotions that we feel with something that we can't control, we need to actually just let it go. And now letting go is really difficult in some situations, but it's something that we really need to work on. And now I won't dive into that today, but it is something that we can probably go over in another podcast episode. So... Number four. Number four is focus on one to two things that you can control. So most of the time we can't control what's stressing us out, but there really might be one or two things, even if they're super duper small, there's maybe one or two of them that we can do to improve our situation. So for example, you can change your approach to a coworker. You can't change their approach to you, but you can change your approach to them. Or you can speak up when you need help. How many times do we let our own stress get the best of us because we did not seek help from somebody else, whether it be a coworker or a boss? So if you're stressed out about being overwhelmed, I would encourage you to speak up And say that you need help or request that somebody help you. And another example is to look for another opportunity if necessary. And that is something you can control. And that's something that I was doing in the process of figuring out if I wanted to stay or not. But that brings me to the fifth step. And that is to set a date for a life change if things do not improve. So... I've learned that although perseverance and resiliency are very valuable, there is a difference between putting up with something that is affecting your quality of life negatively than persevering through something that's tough. Okay, so when I tell you let's set a date for a life change if things don't go well, you have to really think through that date thoroughly. You can't just be like, okay, well, I'm going to leave tomorrow if things don't change tomorrow. Like that's, that's not enough time. You have to really give the opportunity a chance to change before you really make a drastic life change. And I'll put it in the context of my situation, right? If I would have quit, let's say a month after I was super duper stressed I wouldn't have been there to see the changes that happened that have ultimately led to me being a lot more happy and satisfied in my job. So when we think about these changes, we really need to give us and the people who are around us and the situation enough time to really figure out if that's going to work or not. So for me, I set a date probably about six months out. I know that sounds like a lot. Um, In some situations, maybe three months might be a good bet, but I think it depends on your situation. But the point of the matter is, is you got to set a date of like, all right, if things don't change by this date, I'm going to leave or I'm going to at least start preparing for the next situation. And that can go for your job. You could could go for any relationship that you have, whether it be romantic, plutonic, family, (laughs) it could go for anything. Are you enjoying this episode as much as I am? Girl, I hope so. If you're getting anything positive from this podcast, I would love it if you left a review and shared it with a friend you feel like needs to hear it. I know you hear this a lot, but this is really the only way other people can benefit and grow from this information as well. If you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you have a desire for the world to be in a better place, and what better way to do that than by spreading awareness of self-development to help each person grow and be better a little more each day. And you might be asking, well, what's in it for you? Well. I'll shout you out on a future episode if you leave a review, plus at that point, we're pretty much friends, and the best part, it's completely free, so thank you so much for being a listener of Grow To Be Free, it really means the world to me, and now, back to the episode. Lastly, my last and final tip here is do not be consumed with your stress, and I can't emphasize this enough because how many times are we kind of mulling around and like baking in our own stress or emotional turmoil that we can't even see through to the other side if there's one thing that i've learned in my lifetime out of all of the stressful situations that i've been in is that they always end at some point and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel i don't care what the situation is there always is a light at the end of the tunnel and if if you allow yourself to just be consumed by that turmoil that you're feeling you're going to be hating life and yes our emotions come on and sometimes we need to really feel those emotions and that's okay but we can't just live in it we can't live in it day in and day out At some point, we're going to have to realize that it's not our entire life. That stressful situation does not define you. It does not control your happiness. It influences it, yes, but it does not control how happy you are on a daily basis. You can control how happy you are. And you can choose to focus on the things that are a blessing in your life. Every single morning... I wake up and thank God that I have air in my lungs, I can breathe, I can walk, my health is generally pretty great, and I have the power to exercise, I have the power to see, I have all of these blessings that... Not a lot of people have. And now I know gratitude is just rammed down people's throats day in and day out. But I will tell you right now that it really does help. And paired with the other tips that I have in this episode, your gratitude will really take you far. So with that being said, I just want to encourage you and let you know that your situation is going to get better. And I absolutely promise that to you. Um, Because it's been true in my own life and... I know that God really has a plan for you specifically and whatever next season it is that you're going into, I'm excited for that. And I'm also excited for you in this stressful season if you're in one because the stressful season is really where you start to grow and you start to develop some of these helpful insights for yourself and you start to become a better human being through the muck and the mire and that's what really Grow to be Free is about it's a lotus flower that grows through the muck and the mire. And we wouldn't grow unless we went through those hard times. We wouldn't grow unless we go through the hard times. So without further ado, I bid you good day, good night, good morning, wherever you're listening to this episode, and I'll talk to you next time.